And I don't know about you, but when God gave me this word uh, that God heals now, I received it. I ran with it. I said, Lord, I feel good, but if you say something, it's because you know the future and you know what I'm going to need. And you give it to me before I even need it. So when I need it, I don't need it. Amen. How many of us know that, that we need to pray before we need prayer? We need to do the battling before we need to do the battling. Amen. And, and, as, and those of you that have watched Apostle Michael last Sunday, he talked about Jesus, the deliverer, has delivered us. Amen. He has already done it. So all we have to do is just keep on the guard and keep active and keep speaking the word of God. And so today God is going to remind us of what he has done for us and who he is. Sometimes we need to be reminded who he is and what he's done for us. Not that we weren't. It's just that it, it quickens the inner man inside of us, what God does. Amen. And so I want to read, I want to read to you, if you have your books, if you can to Isaiah chapter 43, and if you don't have your books or your Bibles, just look up on the screen because it's there for you. And it's in verse one of Isaiah 43. But now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored and I have loved you. Therefore, I give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, who I have created for my glory, I have, I have formed them Yes, I have made them. Amen. Amen. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, saints, excuse me. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I tell you, see, God knows what he wants to do when he wants to do it. I am the God that healeth thee. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, verse, verse 1 says, fear not, for I have redeemed you and have called you, and you are mine. Saints, God wants us to know wherever we are, what's going on. God says, look, I have redeemed you. You are mine. I want you. Do not fear, God says. And he goes on in verse 5. He says, fear not, for I am with you. Verse 6 says, bring my sons and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Saints, get ready. Because our children and our children's children that we have been praying for, God says, I'm going to bring them in. I'm going to bring them in. Why is he bringing them in? He says, because... I created them for my glory. God watches over his word to perform it. This is, the, this is the healing I'm talking about, saints. Some of us need healing because we're burdened or we're weary from praying and not seeing us not seeing it, but God sees it. Us not seeing God's prayers being answered, but they are being answered. God is about to quicken within us a knowledge to know he's going to do what he says he's going to do. Amen. And Ecclesiastics chapter 3, it says, there is a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. 
Today, saints, is your time to be healed. Today is your time to be strengthened. Today is a time for God to build you up. Isaiah 57, 18 says, I have seen his ways and I will heal him. I will also lead him and restore comfort to him. God is a God of comfort. He's a God of healing. He's a God that lifts us up, saints. The Spirit of God always will lift you up, saints. And God is saying today that I am the God that healeth thee. Jeremiah 17, verse 14 says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Now, that's a prophecy you can prophesy to yourself. If you need a healing, say, Lord, heal me, because I receive my healing right now in Jesus' name. Jeremiah 30, verse 17 is one of my favorites. It says, For I will restore health to you, and I will heal all of your wounds, says the Lord. God is going, God is doing the healing, and saints, we're doing the receiving. God is doing the healing. We're doing this, the, the, we're receiving the healing. Second Corinthians, 2 Chronicles 7 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will he hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. Amen. Now, today, God is ready to hear us. Now, saints, we're going to go through a few more scriptures here. But, saints, there's sometimes the issue of us not being healed is because we need to ask for forgiveness. And then when we ask for forgiveness, we need to know we have been forgiven. And God says, look, when you do these things, I'm the God that healeth thee. I'm going to come, and I'm going to heal your land. And part of what God says when he heals that land, not only the land you see in front of you, but he says, your body the troubles you're going through, and the worries you have. God says, look, I'm about to do such a, 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 a manifestation of the power of my word working through your life that every area of your life is going to be restored, strengthened, and revived because that's who God is, saints. He's a supernatural God. We stand because of him. We breathe because of him. And God is saying today, get ready because I'm about to move on your life. You're gonna, you're going, we're going to see the spirit of God move. We, there was a vision today I shared with the brethren as we were taking communion. God gave a vision to one of the sisters that didn't even know what the teaching was going to be about today. She said she was coming into the sanctuary. She was coming upstairs, walking down the hall, and she's seen an angel there. And my sister moves in visions and visions, amen? And she's seen this angel, and the Spirit of God quickened her, said, this angel is bringing healing to my people. Now, again, she didn't even hear what the teaching was about. But God wants us to know, saints, that he'll, he'll confirm it any way he can to let you know it's not by chance you are here. It's not by chance you are watching. He is truly the God that healeth thee, and he's going to heal you, and he's going to make you whole. And not just you, but he's going to stretch forth his hand and to do it upon every family member represented here. This is a time God's people need to be healed. Get, listen to this. My body, mind, and soul and intellect, saints. We need to start thinking and seeing and talking like God talks. We talk too much like the world. We cannot talk like the world anymore, God says. You have to say what I say. And if the world doesn't agree with it, that's okay because greater is he that's in you that's in the world. 
So if you speak what God's word says to speak, you will change the atmosphere because it was the spirit of God who created everything. It wasn't man who created everything. It wasn't man that made everything to existence. God said it. And when God said it, he put his spirit in you. He goes, now you say what I say. And so saints, you know God wants us to be healed. Come on, you know that. Everyone here, everyone watching, you know God wants us to be healthy. There's no question about it. You know God wants us to prosper. There's no question about it. His word says it. He says, talk like me, speak what I speak. And when you do that, Jesus said, whatever you ask the father in my name, he will do it. And so I truly believe this is not something we didn't want to do. It wasn't something we didn't know to do. We knew this. We need to be reminded. And the spirit of God, which moves through his word, reminds us these things. Saints, and to, to today, I'm going to give you a few scriptures. I gave you a few already. We're going to go through some more scriptures. It's to remind you what God said. So you can say to yourself, wait a minute. I've been saying this, and it doesn't seem to be working. I'm going to say what God says. And then I'm going to say, God, I'm only going to say what you say. Because that's what Jesus said. He goes, I only say and do what the Father says to do. He was the perfect example of what we should say. Because then Jesus, as he was leaving, he says, hey, guess what? I'm going to give you all power and authority in my name. So just use my name and use my authority. And when you speak things, it will happen. If you say to that mountain, be removed and believe it, it will happen. So we need to say it before it can happen. And when we say it, saints, we need to believe it. Not to say it and say, well, I hope it does. Or say, and see, saints, when you say something, you're literally making noise. You're, you're audibly saying it. And most of us don't like to do that because we think, well, what if it doesn't come to pass? Then I'm going to look. Well, if you think you're doing it, then it's not going to come to pass. But if you say, Father God, you said, so I'm going to say. And then all you ever asked me to do, Father, was to believe. Because remember Jairus, the, uh, the synagogue ruler, when his daughter was dying and he ran to Jesus, he goes, come and pray for my daughter. She's dying. And then the mourners came and said, oh, forget it. She's dead. And, and you know, um, don't bother the master anymore. And Jesus looked right at him and said, just believe. That's all. Just believe. Saints, this flesh doesn't want to believe the word of God. It does not. This brain does not want to believe the word of God. It says that the the, the, the flesh is, is, is against the word of God. That's what it says, amen? And so when, 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 when you feel like you can't believe something, even though God's word says it, say it anyway. Because faith arises when you speak the word of God. Don't think in your mind if you should say it, and then because you'll talk yourself out of it. Just say it. Amen. Just say it. We had a, a, me and my, uh, my wife had a, a great opportunity to have dinner with our daughter and our, our grandchildren. And we, were taught, we, we went to this restaurant, right? Real nice restaurant. Immediately they took us, they set us out. Immediately they ordered. We ordered right away. Right away the food came. And I mean, they're all, the grandkids, wow, this is fast. This is, I like this. And the Lord says, tell them it's favor. And so I didn't think about it. I just said it. I said, I, I want you guys to know this is the favor of God. And so later on during the evening, I said, so when something good happens to you, what is it? They said, favor. I said, that's right. It's not by chance. It's not, oh, we're so lucky. I was willing to say the favor of God. And there's people all around the restaurant, but I didn't, I didn't care. I was going to change the atmosphere by what I spoke. And I truly believe when we do that, say, it's not just favor for us, but it's those around us. Come on. You don't think God wants everybody else to have favor too? So we can't keep quiet and can't. And God is a God who blesses. See, God's not going to tell you to say something and curse somebody. I mean, if he has you do that, you're going to be in your time of prayer. But when you're around people who don't believe, 
You need to start speaking blessings because God will attract them to you. And you'll start, they'll say, wow, look at that. There's something different. And they may not acknowledge it, but as they leave and go home, the Holy Spirit will start ministering to them. This is how you, this is, look at, look at, that's, that's the God he serves. You want that kind in your life? Keep, and a lot of them, maybe they know the Lord, but they haven't followed through and they're being all, you know, conservative in the restaurant. I mean, I'm not yelling it out, but I'm not being quiet. And so I'm encouraging you, saints, if God does something good, say, man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed going in and blessed going out. That's my Jesus. And so today, God wants us to be reminded he's the one that heals us. But sometimes we don't want to forgive ourselves. Or sometimes we don't want to forgive others. And then that, that, that sin creeps in there. And sometimes it goes, listen to this thing, sometimes it goes so deep, we don't even see it. And the only person that can take it out is the power of God. Because he's the only one that delivered us and saved us when we, were, when we weren't serving him. It was the power of God's word that delivered us and we became born again. The spirit of God allowed us to be born again by speaking his word. Amen. So it's only the spirit of God again that can remove sin from us. We can't remove it. Only he can do it. And he's still doing it. Because come on, how many of us know that when you become born again... You got your keys to heaven. You're going to make it to heaven. You're one of the servants of the most high God. But there's still junk in us. We got to get out, right? And God does it when we keep pursuing him. When we press in there and we keep saying, I'm set free. I'm healed. Even if you don't feel it. I'm no longer doing those things anymore. Even though you don't feel it. You keep, uh, there's, a, there's a prayer that I prayed that I learned from one of my sisters, a mighty woman of God, Rachel. She said, my, my, my mind belongs to God. My will belongs to God. My body belongs to God. I'm, I'm saying that all the time, saints. All the time. And when I'm saying it, the enemy goes, no, they're not. Look at how you were thinking. Look at how you were talking. But I'm going to keep saying that because God's God's word. I'm going to complete, I'm not going to say, well, I better not because, and you know what he says? And I know he's told all of us this. What a hypocrite you are. What do you tell them to don't do this and look at how you're acting? I said, well, well, four for me, one for them. And so then I start saying, okay, well, how can I, how can I fix this? And so I say the word of God, right? And then nothing happens. I'm still acting or saying those things. Well, I guess it doesn't work. No. If you're faithful and little, God will give you more. And so God, it's, this, sometimes this body has been doing that so long, it takes a while for it to submit to the spirit of God. But I guarantee you God's word always comes to pass, saints. I guarantee you. So I want to remind you, <clears throat> saints, then this is, this is what God gave me. There is sin in us only God can heal and remove. True. It is. It is. Saints, let him because he wants to. He wants to remove that. Sins are things that separate us from God. God loves us, saints. He truly does love us. But our sins block our fellowship with God. God is greater than our sins. I know that. He is greater than our sins. But when we let sin in, God won't violate our choice. He won't. I mean, he's greater than our sin, and there's nothing that God can't do. But he has given us a free choice, saints. And if we choose this, God is not going to violate our will and say, no, I'm going to take that from you. He's going to wait until we say, Lord, I surrender all, like brother was singing. I surrender all. And so again, saints, God will not violate our choice, but God has given us what? A free will. So saints, that free will, let's choose to let God in. Say, Lord, I'm messing up. Stuff's happening here. I don't want it anymore, Lord. I, I choose to let you in and do what you want to do. Remember David said that in Psalms 51, Lord, creating me a clean heart. 
He didn't say a new heart. He said a clean heart because he knew stuff was in there. God was revealing stuff to him. And so we need to choose to let God in. And today I'm choosing to let God in. I pray that you choose to let God in because when we let God in, look at what happens. Not only salvation, but joy and peace and the Holy Ghost. So God always has something better. He always has an upgrade for us. That's the kind of God he is. He's always doing good things because the Bible says God is good. God is good. And if he's good, that means that's all he knows how to do is good things. And he fights our battles for us. We don't have to fight. He says, the battle is not yours, but the battle is mine. You know what he says in 2 Chronicles 20, 20? You know what he says? He goes, stand back. Because you stand still. He goes, keep your eyes on me. Because in that script, same scripture, Jehoshaphat says, Lord, we don't, want, we don't know what to do, oh God. But our eyes are upon you. And so we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. When the battle is trying to overtake us, keep your eyes on Jesus. Because that's what the Bible says. God says, stand still and see the salvation of God. In other words, you're not going to be running to and fro or be all nervous or be all or, or, or chaos or whatever. You're going to be standing still because you're keeping your eyes on Jesus. And, God, and then God says, watch the salvation of God. That word salvation means deliverance. He says, watch the deliverance of God. He goes, watch how good I am, God is saying. Watch what I can do for you. He goes, but you've got to keep your eyes on me. And one way to keep your eyes on Jesus is this. Get some scriptures, get it in your spirit, and when the enemy tries to come against you or your family or co-workers or anything, the spirit of God will say, speak the word, speak the word. And you start speaking the word, it, it, listen to this, it sets God after them. He goes, don't worry about it. It's like, it's like, here you are, and then God gets in front of you and he goes, just stand back. I got this. I got this. And then he goes and he puts his, and his presence just shows up. And when his presence shows up, what does it say? Darkness flees. Darkness flees at the presence of God. God has our back, saints. The Bible says that. He has a front and rear guard. He has our back. Come on, let's let God be God. Let's choose to let him in and get that stuff in us that we know that we can't get out, but we know it's in there because we keep acting the way we shouldn't act. Amen. The spirit man is born again. But sometimes, you know, <clears throat> so we're going to go through a little things here. On, 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 I'm going to share with you what I do, but I'm going to just give you a little instruct, a little show you here what I do. But again, saints, God is greater than our sins, and God will not violate our choice. We have a free will, so let's choose to let God in. So what's the first thing we do? What's the first thing I do when things are happening in my life that I know they're not of God? Repent. That's what I do. I've, Apostle Michael and I had learned that from the very beginning. Well, uh, Apostle Rita Felix brought us into the ministry. She goes, brother, you got to repent daily. Even, even if you don't think you made a mistake, repent. And there's sometimes when I'm, walk, I'm, I'm out there and I'm on my job and stuff, and the Holy Spirit will tell me repent. And I'm thinking, what did I repent about? It? What, what? I didn't do nothing. I'm walking, delivering. You know, he goes, and so I've learned just to repent. I said, Lord, I repent. I repent. Because we don't know what the enemy may try. Amen? But God always has, he, God's always on the guard. So he's reminded us. So the first, one of the things I do is repent. The second thing I do is confess or renounce our sins. So he said, Lord, forgive me. You know, forgive me for my sins, for getting upset, for thinking those thoughts I shouldn't think, for lying, whatever it may be, saints. I don't know what it is. I don't know what, what, what the sin is. You know, but you confess it to God, not to man. To God. He's the one that forgives us. Amen. Number three is ask God to cleanse you with the blood of Jesus. First John 1 John 1.19. Doesn't it say that? That if we ask, if we, if, 
that he would cleanse us from all unrighteousness with the blood of Jesus. So then, so then we ask, in the mornings I'm doing this, Lord, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse me from all sins. And number, number four, excuse me, number three, ask God to cleanse you with the blood of Jesus. Jesus' blood was shed for us on the cross for our sins. Amen? So that's why we do that, saints. And number four is ask God to remove anything that is not of him from your life. Just like David said, so Lord, I say, Lord, I give you permission. If there's something in here that, that's not pleasing to you, if that's something I don't need, get it out. And I've seen him do it over the years, saints. I've seen him do it. So God is faithful. Amen. And, and number five is thank God that you have been forgiven and receive your forgiveness and say, I am forgiven. See, we got to say we're forgiven, not just ask God to forgive us. And then we just leave it out there. He'll forgive us all the time. He says, I'll forgive you as many times as you need. I'll forgive you. But you need to forgive yourself, and you need to know you're forgiven. And so, again, says, these are the things to repent, to confess, to ask God to cleanse you, to ask him to remove everything, anything that is not of him, and to thank him for forgiving you. Amen? And so these are just little things that I know most of us know, but God wants us to be reminded. We don't want things to start clinging to us. And next thing you know, they become a heavy weight. And we go, where did that come from? God says, remember two months ago when I asked you to repent and keep repenting and you didn't, you allowed that in. And I couldn't, I couldn't force it to be removed from you because I won't out force you to do anything. But I kept reminding you and you weren't doing it. And I kept reminding you and you weren't doing it. Right? I mean, read your word. Read your word. Okay, Lord, I'll read it. I'll read it this weekend when I get a chance. And, and so, you know, things pass. And, pretty soon, and God is so loving and merciful. I thank him because I was one of those. Come on, I'm going to say it. I was one of those. But God is so loving and merciful. He waits for the perfect time because when God sees the big picture, saints, and God knows exactly, he wants us to do it because we want to. See, you're here today because you want to be. You're watching today because you want to watch. And that's all God ever asks of you. Just be willing. And if you're willing, God is more and God is well able. If you are willing, he is well able. So today, whatever it is that you need, it's already done. But we're going to speak the word. And God has a, a prophetic word here for you. But we're going to speak the word and believe God to do what he says he's going to do. Because my God is a good God. He's a God that hears. He's a God that answered. He's a God that makes good. And his word is on the line. He knows that. And the Bible says he watches over his word to perform it. That's why when you know you're supposed to say God's word, don't worry about if it's going to happen or not. You're not watching over it. It's not your word on the line. It's God's word on the line. And God says the work that I have begun in your life, I'm going to fulfill it. You're not going to fulfill it. God says, I'm going to fulfill it. So what is God asking us to do? To believe and to speak his word. Very simple, saints. Very simple. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Second Chronicles chapter 6, verse 27 says, God will teach us the good way to walk. I don't know about you, but I want God to teach me how to walk. The good way to walk. Amen. He said, the Bible says he orders our steps. He upholds us by his hand. And so the Bible, is, if the Bible says that God will show us a good way to walk, then that means God wants us to have a good life. God wants us to have a good walk with him, a time where we're always with joy and peace. And I'm not saying that there's times situations don't come in our lives. Come on, saints, we're not perfect. We're in this world, but we're not of it. And sometimes things come in our lives. We might have a bad mood. 
We might have bills to pay that we can't pay. You know, certain things might be acting up at work or at home. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm sharing with you right now that that's not God's plan for you. God's plan for you is in the midst of the fire that you walk a good walk with him. And a good walk is not saying, oh, everything is always so perfect and everything. No, a good walk is I choose to focus on Jesus. I choose to believe that God said I will see the salvation of God in my life because my eyes are upon Jesus. Amen. There's a song that says, keep your eyes upon Jesus. That's all I know. But it's a good song. It's wonderful. It's like, it's a wonderful grace and the... I know Lamar knows that one, but, but what I'm saying, saints, is that we need to sing unto him. Sometimes we need to sing, right? right? I mean, I like to sing. I'm singing around the house all the time, and sometimes I make up the words, but it sounds good. And my wife tells me, she goes, that's not how the song goes. I said, I know, honey, but I just I can't help but not sing, right? And so when God puts that in you, don't say, well, it's not appropriate to be singing. I'm singing at work. I'm singing all the time. And I truly believe I'm getting delivered when I'm singing. God's doing something because I'm allowing him. See, 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 this is when we're like this, reading the word of God. That's not the only time he can deliver you. He can deliver you when you're walking about praising him and thanking him for who he is. But I truly believe we need to get in a place where we're acknowledging him. We have to acknowledge him. Then God says, wait a minute. He stops all of heaven. He says, wait, somebody's acknowledging me down there on the earth. I got to go see what it is. And then he brings his presence down. And next thing you know, light comes and the enemy scatters. You know, God can turn the hearts of men to do what he wants them to do for you. That's what the Bible says. He turns, he says, the Bible says that God has the king's heart in his hand. And he turns it whichever way he wants for you. Now, how would I know that unless I seen it in the word of God and the Holy Spirit gave it to me? And so I pray those things even at work or wherever I go when I need favor. I said, Lord, you turn their hearts to do what you want them to do for me. And I see it happen all the time. That's the power of God's word. I was sharing with my wife this morning as we were going, I was going through this teaching with her. I said, I truly believe we're in a place right now when God's people, his anointed people that know they're anointed, start speaking God's word that they're going to see things happen immediately. We're not going to wait years anymore. We're going to see it immediately. We're going to see things change. So if God said that he was going to start doing that, well, then that means you have it in you already. So start calling those things that be not as though they were, and so shall it be in Jesus' name. Because that's my Jesus. Saints, God is our healer. He's healing us now. Jesus said in Luke 4.18, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Luke 5.17 and the power of the Lord was present to heal. When? Now. Now. I, tr I really truly believe in that time of worship where everything was still and there was nothing going on but the keyboard. I seen it. The Spirit of God was bringing the calmness to everybody. See, we, we don't realize what God would do if you just give him time. Give him time. Just sit in your car sometimes. Say, Lord, I'm not going to listen to radio. I'm not going to even listen to the car running. I'm just going to turn it off. It's so quiet. So quiet. See, that's for us. It's not for him. He's always on top of his game. Sometimes we need to just have the calmness of God come upon us and bring everything in order. Because God says his mercy is in you every morning. That means his, 
that means he, he, he not only is his mercy new every morning, that means he always has a new day for us. So how are you going to walk out that day? If it's a nice, a clear day, it's a nice walk, nothing, no obstacles, nothing in your way, what are you going to do? I'm going to keep walking and say, goodness and mercy follows me. I'm going to keep walking and say, I'm blessed. I'm not going to walk and say, well, I hope they don't have a lot of work today. Or I hope my vehicle's running okay. Or I hope there's not a big lion at this. And God says, what are you doing? I just made your day new mercies every day. Now you, you add to the rest of that day how you're going to do it. See? Stuff like that, saints. And even if you have to wait in line, there would be, God would accelerate that. And people are saying, wow, the line never moved this fast before. And you'll just be standing there smiling. <laughs> See, because as long as you know who you are, Amen. God will honor where you are. Amen. I remember Noah showed me that one time. He goes, he goes just, just believe me and everyone around you. I'll bless them too. Because God loves them too. He doesn't love any of us different. He loves all of us the same. But you know, you know the, the benefit of us being born again and, and those who are not is that there, there is benefits in that. The peace of God, the joy of God, the hope of God, the future of God. The world doesn't have that. They don't see that. They go live by day, live by day. You know, Fridays and Saturdays are their best days, you know. And then come the week, they just can't wait to get off work. But as children of God, every day is a new day with us. And so I want to share with you more this, this when God says, I am the God that healeth thee, that God is going to heal us. These words that I was looking up for healing, it means to repair. It literally means to repair. When you study the word heal in the concordance, it means to repair. I know God needs to start repairing some stuff in me. I mean, he created me wonderfully. That's what his word says. But he needs, there's things. It also means to recover. And I like this one. That word heal means medicine. Jesus is our medicine. I mean, whatever it is, he has a remedy for it. Luke 9, 11 says, but when the multitudes knew it, they followed him and he received them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who, who were need and healed those who had need of healing. Are you in need of healing, saints? I know I am. I'm, uh, even if I know I'm not looking at just the physical, I'm looking at everything. I'm going to raise my hands and say, I need the healing. I need, I'm in need of healing. Come to Jesus. He will receive you. He is your healer. He's your medicine. I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am the Lord that repairs thee. I am the one who brings recovery to thee. Acts 4.30 says, By stretching out your hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done through the name of Jesus, the holy servant, through your, through your holy servant Jesus. Amen. And so I truly believe today when God said he was going to stretch forth his hand. And this is what the disciples are asking. They're saying, Lord, we're going, if you read that whole chapter, it says that, you know, they were going to minister and said, Lord, you need to go before us. You need to stretch forth your hand that miracles and signs and wonders would be done in the, in the name of your servant, Jesus. Amen. And so what I'm sharing with you today, as, as I was going through this, God says, tell them that when they come up today, that I am going, not man, I am going to anoint them with oil. And they are going to receive what they need. And so God is, wants you to remind you that anoint with oil, they will be healed as they come forward. And so I'll remind you of this. But saints, you need to know right now that God is, is, is very four points of contact. You know, the world's saying, don't do that. But God says, look, I'm the God that healeth thee. And so God says, the anointing oil, what does he do? If any sick among you, 
called for the elders of the church, anoint with oil and what? They shall be healed. Another word there says that they shall be restored. They shall be made new. In other words, in every area, it's there's something about following the word of God when he says to do, that he knows what to do and when to do it and how to do it, amen? And so again, when God, when I got this Acts chapter 4.30, God says, tell them when they come up to get anointed, oh, I'm already gonna do it for them. Amen. Signs and wonders from God are here. Take it, receive it. Your restoration, your restoration is here now. And yes, saints, yes, it is God's will to heal you. It is God's will to heal you. That word heal also means to free, to free you. And it means to make whole. So God is working in every area of our lives. And I like this one most of all. It means to cure. Now we all know what that means. Come on now. Jesus is the cure. Galatians 3.13 says, Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law, becoming a curse for us. So if Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law, Jesus is our cure. That word cure means to restore to health. It means the remedy. Jesus is our remedy. And listen to this, saints. When God spoke earlier about this healing, he wasn't just talking about physical healing. He was talking about everything you need. And that word cure also means to rid of bad habits. Now, how many of you got bad habits? I'll raise my hand up for all of you. We all got bad habits. But I thank God that Jesus is the cure. I thank him that he has cursed that from my life. I may, I may feel it sometimes. I may act on it sometimes. But heaven and earth will pass away, but not God's word. And if I keep declaring God's word, even though those things are happening, if I keep declaring God's word, God's word is just going to push it out. He says, when I increase, you decrease. Because I'll tell you something right now. I know there's a lot more God has to do with me, but I know there's a lot he has done with me since I came in to know him as my Lord and Savior. And same with you. God is faithful to fulfill what he's going to do in your, work, in your life. Just keep declaring his word, saints. Keep believing God is going to do what he says he's going to do. So that word means to rid of bad habits. Now, now I mean, I'm not going to say all of what we think are bad habits because there's some things that just don't need to be said. But part of them is bad language, attitude, lust, pride, anger. Come on, and other things, you can fill it in there. But Jesus is the cure for that. He's the one that's made a way. Jesus is our healer in all things. He's the healer of our hearts. Saints, today you are no longer broken. You are no longer sick, diseased, hurt, damaged, or depressed. And saints, honest, there's some, there's some of my, our brothers and sisters that are broken. They just can't get, seem to get it together. And that has nothing to do with they don't love Jesus. It's just that they're broken. And it's, just, it's something so deep they can't pull it out. But the light of the glorious gospel of Christ is what can pull it out. And Jesus is letting us know, get ready because I'm about to bring. And he talked about it. Remember, we, we know it. It's in Joel. It's a very powerful scripture. He says, in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit. I'm going to pour it upon all flesh. I truly believe God's going to start with his people first. He's going to rid us of all that stuff and we're going to realize wait a minute 
just like Caleb said, wait a minute, we are well able. I can do this. I don't have to wait for man's approval. I don't have to wait for man's timing. I'm going to do this because there's a fire in, like Jeremiah, there's a fire burning in me. And the only way that fire is going to be quenched is if I speak the word of God. And so again, saints, God is moving on the lives of his people because he has made an investment in us. And God gets a return on all his investments, saints. And so God is saying, get ready because there's going to come a time I'm truly going to give you my heart. The heart that you don't care what a person looks like. You don't care how they're acting. You don't care their lifestyle. Your heart is going to be so compassionate towards them. You're going to say, can I, can I pray for you? Silver and gold I have none, but such as I have, can I give to you? And you're going to say the name of Jesus. You're going to say Jesus loves you. And they maybe heard that for many years, people saying that, but they're going to hear it with the love of God, and that's what's going to break them, saints. And then they're going to say, I want what do I have to do? And you're going to say, repent. And ask Jesus into your life. And an army is going to rise up because in these last days, God is raising up an army. Saying, and nothing, saying, listen, nothing can stop God. Nothing can stop God. I don't care what the enemy lies. The enemy has told you about how great he is. He is not great. God is greater. And the enemy has no authority over you, saints, when you were born again. He has no authority over you. He only has what you give him. Don't give him any more arsenal. Don't speak negative words. Don't say negative things anymore. Don't give him any more arsenal. If you want to say something, if you want to say something and you feel like something negative is going to come out, just say, praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Something, I, I mean, a lot of times, saints, you want to react even when you know you're right. And you don't like the way the, the person may have an attitude, the way they're talking to you. And you should pray the Lord. Because I am not going to say something that's going to allow a door to open up. And the enemy goes, I got him. Now I can go in there. I'll, I won't go in there right away. I'll wait till the weekend. And then I'll go in there again. Then all of a sudden you start thinking of that person. You God says, you're the one that opened that door. And then you ask God, Lord, I repent. Forgive me. Bless them, Lord. Bless them. Bless them. And the next time it comes up, you say, pray the Lord. So, so, so saints, I don't want to come in here. I don't want to come in here next Sunday and hear everybody say, pray the Lord. Pray the Lord. Pray the Lord. I mean, you can say it, but let it be praise the Lord, giving God the glory. I mean, because if we're all saying praise the Lord all the time, we, we really need God's help, you know. But I'm just saying, I mean, you have a choice how you want to say something when something bothers you. Just say praise the Lord. I tell you, that distinguishes everything. I mean, it just, it just shuts everything off right there, and God gets all the glory. Amen. And so praise the Lord. Hey, saints, I want to I wanna share this prophetic word that God gave me to give you, and we're going to close in this. But it's truly a word that God wants us to be encouraged with, to be reminded that he's still on the throne and that he loves us so much that wherever, wherever walk we have with him is just going to get better. It's going to get better, saints. Amen. So, so can I release this to you? Amen. And remember, he loves you, saints. I am the God that healeth thee. I am the Lord your healer. My word is your medicine. My word is your peace. My word is your victory and your breakthrough. Every word of mine has the power to set you free. I am here. The cure is here. Your healer, your creator. Open your heart. Let me in. I will restore you. I will quiet the storm in you. I will give you peace and calmness in your heart. I, the I am.
open up to me. I am gentle and caring. Let me restore you, heal you, and give you a purpose. Just say yes, Lord, and I will come in. I want you well. I care for you. I love you, says the Lord in heaven and the Lord in your heart. Hallelujah. And so, saints, we already know that it is God's desire to move and to bless and to heal and restore and strengthen and, and calm us down. We're not in a race. We're only The race we're in is a race to see souls saved. And so I want to I want to close with this scripture saints because I know God wants you to know that you're free today. You are truly free. His mercies are new every morning to you. And it's in Psalms 103 verse 3 and verse 4. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. That sounds like my Jesus. That sounds, that sounds like the kind of God I want to serve. And so I release that to you, saints. I release the word of God to you that he gave to me, and it's a word that I know that he's going to quicken within us. But I, you need to know you're blessed. And at this time, I want, to, I want to acknowledge my brothers and sisters that are watching on live stream. Truly, you are children of the Most High God. You are blessed by God in every area. Today, he truly is the God that heals you. He has repaired you. He has made a way where there seems to be a way. And he has cured you from every habit that you might have had. And today, Jesus has made a way where there seems to be no way. So I release the power of God's word through this live stream. That every individual that's watching now and that will be watching on the replay, God has restored you. God has healed you. God has made you new. And God has a plan and a purpose for you. Today, he has calmed that storm. Today, he has given you his peace and his calmness. And today, you are more than an overcomer. And I release this by Acts 4.30. Acts 4, Stretch forth thy hand, O God, that signs and wonders may be done through your servant Jesus.